Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, your home for cooking inspiration plus raw and honest book reviews. Episodes alternate between my two passions, maintaining a simple and efficiently run kitchen and keeping up with this year's hottest books. I hope after each episode, you take away a new idea for your kitchen or a new book recommendation. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19. Today, we are going to talk about an easy meal planning strategy that has helped me out tremendously. And my hope is that after listening to today's episode, it's something that you'll bring into your own home as well. And before we get into it, I need to actually back up and talk about the very first and most important step in meal planning, which is actually sitting down with a pen and paper, figuring out how many nights per week you need dinner on the table and then deciding what you're eating for dinner on that particular night. And I highly recommend going back to episode two for a refresher, which breaks down how to successfully meal plan. So it's something you implement like clockwork. Meal planning is definitely work in the beginning, but it doesn't have to be complicated or stressful. And I strongly believe that once you have a plan, the rest easily falls into place. I was actually supposed to teach a meal planning class at the cooking school uh, where I work next week. However, it was rescheduled for spring. Sigh. So instead, I'm going to tell you, my lovely podcast listeners, how three simple and delicious dinners can magically turn into a week's worth of meals. And I genuinely want you to change your perspective uh, and to show you how easy meal planning actually can be. Um, and so we're just going to do all seven nights of the week because that's basically how many nights we eat at home. Um, we just have two small toddlers and just that's life for us. So I'm going to show you how three meals turns into a full seven nights worth of dinner. Okay. So these are the three meals that are in regular rotation for my family. They are number one, pan seared chicken with a tomato basil, uh, balsamic pan sauce, brown rice, roasted broccoli. Number two, penne with homemade vodka sauce and meatballs with a mixed green salad. Three, rosemary and pepper crusted pork tenderloin with roasted green beans and roasted potatoes. And as always, recipes are listed in the show notes. So you're probably wondering how these three meals can be stretched into a whole week's worth of dinners plus a few lunches. So it's simple. It's called batch cooking and it's a beautiful and genius concept. And I promise once you do it, you'll never go back. So we're basically going to bulk up and double the amount of food a recipe calls for. Um, and in fact, most recipes typically serve four to six. Um, and for our family of two adults and two toddlers, bulking up is actually pretty easy to achieve. Um, so, you know, since we're already getting out our pan to sear chicken breasts and make a sauce to boot, we might as well make two nights, if not three's night three nights worth, right? And since we're already getting out a pot to make the rice, we might as well make two, three, or even four times the amount you actually need for that night, right? And since we already have a baking sheet out to roast vegetables, why not make more than you need for that night, right? Like why do you double the work? You're cleaning the pot, the pan, the cooking sheet. I mean, you might as well just do it for more than one night. Um, and it seems so simple because it is, um, people are always blown away that my family has home cooked meals six or seven nights of the week. And my secret is that I'm actually only cooking three times a week. Uh, the remainder of the evenings, I'm simply reheating what I already made earlier in the week. 
And it goes without saying that this only works if you're okay and comfortable eating leftovers. And some people aren't, which is totally fine. But most people, especially parents uh, who are quite busy, they are. Um, And, you know, maybe we need to rebrand leftovers because they're technically not leftovers. You know, they're not the odds and ends of a meal. They're your intentional batched meals that are specifically earmarked for another night later in the week. So anyway, back to our three meals. So Monday, you're going to make two nights worth of pan seared chicken with tomato balsamic pan sauce, roasted broccoli, and brown rice. Bulk it up to accommodate however many servings you need to ensure it gets on the table tonight, Monday, and again on Thursday. On Tuesday, you're going to make your meatballs and your homemade vodka pasta sauce. Bulk it up to accommodate however many servings you need to ensure it gets on the table tonight, Tuesday, and again on Friday. And on Wednesday, you're going to make your rosemary and pepper-crusted pork tenderloin with roasted green beans and roasted potatoes. Bulk it up to accommodate however many servings you need to ensure it gets on the table tonight, Wednesday, and again on Saturday. So starting to see the pattern, right? Monday, chicken, Tuesday, meatballs, Wednesday, pork, Thursday, chicken, Friday, meatballs, Saturday, pork. And now look at you. You have six nights worth of meals and it probably costs you less than $80 in ingredients. It's like brilliant, right? Um, And okay, so you're you're probably wondering what the whole point of today's episode was, um, which is, which is Sunday night or whatever the night of the week that you designate to mark the end of your week. Um, for us, it's typically Sunday and it's what I note on our meal planning erase board as an everything must go night. And that's when there's like a cup of pasta left, like two or three meatballs, a handful of green beans, maybe a serving of rice, et cetera. Right? Like it's the night that I want to clean out all of our Pyrex containers. Um, everything must go night scratches one huge itch for me. And that being, it ensures zero food waste happens. Like everything that's cooked that week gets eaten by the end of that week. Or if I genuinely made too much, I'll just pop it in the freezer. But that's another tangent for another episode. So clearing out the fridge of leftovers starts us off fresh for the week ahead. I like having the space in the fridge for fresh new ingredients that need to be prepared. Um, And for the most part, like mixing and matching is just totally fine. Like the idea is somewhat similar to a capsule wardrobe in that like everything in your closet pairs well with everything else. Um, Same with your dinners, right? Like your chicken can go with the potatoes, pasta, rice, green beans, broccoli, like whatever. Like it just doesn't really matter. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to work for you and your family. Um, And that side, if these three dinners don't appeal to you and your dietary restriction, like that's fine too. Just, you know, um, pick three meals that you love to cook, you love to eat. Um, and, and, you know, then kind of go with the same flow. Um, you know, I hope this episode gives you inspiration and confidence to easily meal plan. Um, again, the three dinner examples I gave, they work for us. Um, but you know, find, find your own. Um, if these don't cut it for you, bulk them up and then find yourself cooking only three times per week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and the rest of the the nights you're reheating and you're still eating home cooked, delicious food that you bulked up yourself. And seriously, don't forget about everything must go night. A lot of times we incorporate, um, leftovers or again, you know, we, we really need to rebrand the word leftovers, but, uh, we typically eat a lot of leftovers for lunches as well. Um, you know, I know that one pound of pasta, which is uh, typically how much they come in a box, 
um, or, you know, a bag of pasta that feeds my family for more than just two nights of dinner. It also can, you know, be a lunch or two in the middle of the week. Um, and same for the rice and the vegetables. I always buy way more vegetables than we need. Um, and I'm always having them for lunch and sometimes even breakfast. Um, so yeah, it's just not as hard or as difficult as people make it out to be. Um, and you really can make three meals stretch into a week's worth of, of delicious home-cooked food. So I would also love to wrap up today's episode with a, what have I read recently segment? So I recently finished The Great Believers by Rebecca Mackay. Um, it was so beautiful and heartbreaking and just a lovely novel. I cried a handful of times and just felt so invested in the characters. Um, it took place in two time periods. It alternated between 2015 Paris and 1980s Chicago at the height of the AIDS crisis. And just, my God, it was heartbreaking and beautiful. And I honestly have chills, like not only thinking about it, but like speaking about the book out loud. Um, and just in particular, like a couple of, of scenes and, um, phrases of dialogue that like, I still think about from just, oh, what a powerful story. Uh, yeah. And it was special and intense and that's just kind of where I want to leave it. So if you have not had a chance to pick up the great believers by Rebecca Mackay, I highly recommend it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Raw and the Cooked, and I hope to see you back here next week. Thanks.